Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and Personal Financial Specialist, Phil Putney. Now let's get rolling with today's show. It's time for another edition of Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Phil, let's talk about making smart decisions. Uh, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. I think that's something we should certainly do. But I want to talk about these during major life events mm-hmm. uh, because it's easy to get you know thrown out by the uh, emotional yeah. component. Right. And, and so I want to talk about some of the ways to kind of look at some ideas or things to ponder should a major life event hit you. And there's been tons of major life events along the way the last couple of years. But I think yeah. on my list here, Phil, most of us are going to experience at least one of these, probably sure, a yeah. couple of these yeah. is, is entirely possible. So I want to talk about this week, that or that this week. But how are you, my friend? Doing good. Doing good. Yeah. Enjoying the, the holiday season now, I guess, officially yeah. since we are through Thanksgiving. And, That's right. You know, That's right. Got to. Well, gotta I think they kind of throw Thanksgiving out anymore. It's like, at least you go in the stores, it's Halloween to Christmas. You know? Oh, it's well, just, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, what do they call it? Hallow thanks Christmas, Hallow thanks <laughs> something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. I want to get these. Uh, you know, I, I tell you what, whoever has that job of having to set that stuff up is they're probably like, oh, every year. Here we go again. Yeah, here we go again. Exactly. It's a race, and we got to get it all quicker this year because we got to yeah. beat the other store. <laughs> That's true, and it may, it's probably a major life event for them. They're like, no. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but <I'm quitting>. uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Let's explore some of these. Actually, the first one has to do with a job anyway. So, um, and I want to kind of view these, Phil, from the lens of our demographic most of the time. I know we have clients of all ages, but let's let's kind of look at this ideally, let's say from 45-ish up. Uh, sure. I think, which is probably where we have a lot of a lot of our demographic comes from. But I do know you have younger clients and younger folks check this mm-hmm. out as well. But it could still apply. Absolutely. Uh, so a job change. Okay. So whether it's your choice to change the job or not your choice, right, uh, right. Which I think we're going to see more of, right? We're seeing layoffs to starting to happen a lot more as this yep. year's winding down. Definitely on, uh, it looks like that's the economic forecast for next year early on. Yep. It's going to be quite a bit of layoffs. Could be seeing that recession conversation again. So if a job change hits you, there's some things that affect you pretty heavily. And if you're, again, if you're closer to retirement, if you're over 45, this is a bigger deal. Right. Uh, it's a big deal any time in life, but it's a bigger deal when you're over 45 and you've got more things that you're trying to balance. What are some components to keep in mind? Yeah, so I mean, as you, you approach that, um, job change really gonna, is going to depend on whether, to your point, is it you know is it your choice or has this been something forced on you? Right. You know, I mean, if it's your choice, hopefully you've had the time. The emotion isn't as much there. You're more steering the conversation and yeah. making those decisions where it you becomes really difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you've had that opportunity to hopefully plan this out. You're not just jumping ship because, hey, this looks great. Let's do something else, especially later in later in your career. I mean, usually you're pretty established and you're hoping to maybe stay with that company through retirement, you know, until you retire right. or something. Right. That stability is important. You've got your you know, longevity and, and everything with the company. Right. Uh, but yeah, we're, it, it becomes a real challenge is if you're in that stage of life and all of a sudden a job change gets forced on you. Yeah. And so yeah, we've, moving, as I say, if you're moving on, what are some things to yeah. regardless, what are some things to bring with you, so to speak? Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of things to consider. Number one is going to be healthcare. You know, yeah. I, I see a lot of these clients I'm working with that are in our neighborhood, you know, neck of the woods that are, are getting um, either off, offers to, to take an early buyout, you okay. know, or maybe a big discussion we've had with a lot of our clients recently is um, as interest rates have now risen, their pension, if they have a pension, that lump sum option, 
they're going to see a significant decrease in what the company's going to give them if they delay retirement until next year, just because of how the actuarial math works in a pension. So there's a lot of clients that are are volunteering, kind of jumping into this, but yet it wasn't really their plan. I mean, they were maybe thinking, oh, it's going to be a year or two down the road, but now they're getting kind of forced into it early because of these changes in the markets and, and interest rates. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so healthcare is a big one. You know, what are you going to do for healthcare? Right. Um, especially if you're pre-65, once you, you get to 65, Medicare is an option. It's a lot more uh, of an e- easier discussion you know, yeah. more options, more kind of more stable. Um, you know, what do you do with the the company plan, the 401k that's there, you know, unfortunately, yeah, a lot of people just kind of leave them, yep. you know, and you know, you'll retire and have two or three, four of these out there it becomes very difficult to manage. Um, generally not a, a good option just to do that. Understand pros and cons, you know, don't, don't just leave them. Yeah. Cause you you have no control so, if you leave it behind. Yep. Typically, the the fees are higher, those kinds of things. So most of the time, we you know advisors will recommend, hey, roll that over into an IRA, something you can manage, right? Right. Well, and, and with that, one thing that a lot of people don't even consider, and rightfully so, it's not something we want to necessarily consider. But so, what happens if you pass away? Mm-hmm. You know, and and now your spouse is the beneficiary on that pr- uh, prior 401k. True. What options do they have? You know, so if it's if it's an IRA, there's much more flexibility for that right. spouse, what they right. can do with it. Unfortunately, with 401ks, there's the government rules and then there's the 401k rules. And as long as the 401k rules don't um, counterdict the government rules, they can basically do what they want. So, yeah. I mean, they can tell your surviving spouse, no, you have to take it all in cash. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah, can't roll it into it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. so you, 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 your, your surviving spouse potentially could lose some options. So again, that's something you want to have a discussion of, but you don't want to have your spouse get locked into that, that situation at some point. Right. Understand pros and cons, you know, yeah, sure. moving it to an IRA gives you more flexibility. Gives you more so. flexibility for sure. Yep. Yeah. So there's a couple of things to ponder in the job change department. Yep. Uh, let's go to divorce. Uh, unfortunately, again, this is a major life event. It happens more and more all the time. And we're seeing more and more of this in, in the seniors as well. Seniors, right. I guess they're calling it gray divorces. I don't, I'm 51 and they're, you know, anything over 50 is, I guess, considered the, a great. Yeah. Divorce. Yeah. I know. I'm not a we're, senior. We're in that yeah. group now. So. That's right. <laughs> not but, the senior, you know, but we're in the, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The waiting so, room, is that what it is? <laughs> maybe. Yeah, we're in the waiting room. So there's a lot, again, like well, even with the job change, if this happens to you at 25, I mean, it stinks no matter what, right? Right. But there's a lot <clears throat> less to kind of work through at 25 with a divorce than there is at 55, for example. Uh, absolutely. So there's a lot more things to ponder. What's some major financial things to uh, keep an eye on? I mean, the biggest thing I, I see with a, a divorce is um, understanding as you're looking at dividing assets up. Um, not, not all assets are, are the same, right? I mean, good example. So IRA 401k type money and the house. I mean, a lot of times those are the two biggest assets and, you know, one spouse is like, well, I'll, I'll take the house and you take the 401k right. and they're both worth $500,000. So we're, we're equal. Oh, good. You're well, gone. I'm done. Right. Not, yeah. not really. I mean, cause yeah. that 401k, the challenge there is it's really not yours. You, you still owe the IRS, whatever the tax rate is, you know, and if you're now single, surprise, all of a sudden, all those rate, bra- you know, those brackets and the, the tax rates have gotten condensed. So you, even though you might have lower income, might have been pushed into a higher bracket, especially if you're going to live off that 401k. Yeah. And you might say, well, then the house so, comes with the maintenance costs or the house comes with the tax bill. And yeah. So, right. it, so it really comes down to, as you're, you're looking at the division of assets, understand, you know, 
what's equal, what, what's fair and equitable to both parties. And, you know, there's a lot of dis, uh, discussion of, well, how am I going to then generate income? You know, where's that money going to come from? Um, you know, if because the house doesn't generate income, right? the house doesn't generate income. So if you're going to, you know, that's great. They're worth the same amount of money, but you know, now you've, if, even if it's paid off to your point, you've got all the maintenance costs, you at least yeah. the utilities, the taxes, insurances. And so, I mean, there's a lot of uh, pieces yeah. to, to work out beyond just, I, well, here's our balance sheet, so to speak, here's what we owe and let's just split it in half and, and, right. you know, yeah. and I get it with the house and the house is an interesting bargaining chip because, you know, unlike the, the, the monies and retirement accounts, they can be moved to different custodians and it's fairly easy to do some right. of that stuff. The house, you know, it's like, you know, hey, I want to have a place to live. I want to have a roof over my head or it's got the sentimental value. Right. There's a little bit more attached than that. And sometimes it winds up being an unfairly used poker chip, you know, because right. it's like, hey, because I know of you that really, sentimental side of it. Yeah. I know you really want the house, so it's going to cost you, you know, it's going to cost you the potential earnings that, you know, on, on this other account or, or something like that. And so right. I think it's important, Phil, not only to have a, a divorce attorney, but they're not Absolutely. really, and we, and we did a podcast on this a couple episodes back as well. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get more in depth into the divorce, we'll try to keep all these short for today. Go back and check that one out. Right. But having a divorce attorney, but also a financial person because they're looking for the things. That divorce <laughs> Absolutely. Attorney yeah. yeah. Ha- make sure you have a, a financial person involved because they're, they have a totally different perspective. You know, yeah. I mean, do, do, attorneys love them or hate them. I mean, their job is to help settle this. And unfortunately, right. you know, they're on different ends, right? The one's representing you, one's representing your spouse, and they're both trying to do the best for you. And they're, they're thinking the, you know, well, this asset's worth way more than that. And, and, you know, so it it becomes a big battle. So if you can have somebody in the middle that then can give some realistic financial advice to both parties, you know, and and you each have to have your own, but that way you can at least know what you're getting into versus uh, we agreed to everything. Now the dust is settled and now I have the 401k. Oh, but by the way, well, here's the challenges now you have, you know, yeah, exactly. well, if I knew that going in, I would have made a different decision. Exactly. So that's another one, major life event. Uh, yes. In the interest of time, let's go to this one. We'll go to one that's a, that maybe is a little more positive, depending yeah. on your viewpoint, but that's becoming an empty nester. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is kind of important for a number of reasons. So, you know, for the empty nesters, some people, yes, there's the emotional <clears throat> side to all of these, right? It's like, yep. oh, the kids are moving on. Uh, but, you know, my wife and I have been empty nesters, and we're, again, I'm only 51, she's 46. We've been empty nesters now for about six years. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> I got to say, it's pretty great. Yeah. We love the kids. She knows we love her, you know, but she's living her life, what she needs to do, right? And yep. we're living ours. But the the thing here from the financial standpoint is the amount of money that yes. you're kind of surprised that you now have access to, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? And so it, the trick is, what are you doing with it? Are you doing right. some of the things like catch up contributions? Yep. Or are you going, wow, I can buy some more toys for myself or whatever, because I got more money. Yeah. And, and that's a great point. Cause I mean, yeah, you do enter that stage of, okay, now cut, you know, kids are through college. We've helped them with right. that you know, maybe buy the first house or whatever it is. And, and now you're getting to the point of, you know, your support to them is less, hopefully, yeah. you know, you're not, you know, they're no longer on the dime, so to speak. Right. And so, I've been spending all this money on them. I want something for me. You know, right. Kind of. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a give and take. You've got to understand. Yeah. You, maybe you can, you know, but don't, don't lose sight of what retirement looks like for you because right. and for a lot of people, that's the case. I mean, you get through the having kids and, and I mean, I encourage even then start the habit, even small, just don't, not save until later because later later will never happen until all of a sudden it's there and it's like oh wait i got 10 years to retirement and i don't have time 
Yeah. You know, but yeah, you get into this stage where now you don't have some of these other responsibilities. You're typically later in your career, maybe a higher pay. You have that opportunity, take advantage of it, you know, um, put more away. I mean, there's a lot of ways with catch-up contributions in the 401ks, IRAs, you know, even outside of that to, to help starting to fund that retirement catch up. And that's why those were introduced is, I mean, I think the IRS, everyone just realizes that you go through these stages, then. Sure. Well, you're probably making more money. Yeah. Right? You're making more money and, and, and the kids are off the payroll. Right. Yep. It's a, it's a kind of a nice, uh, you know, kind of merging of the two. And so you do have those options and maybe right. feel if you do feel like, you know, Hey, a little treat for the wife and I, or, or the spouse sure. and I is, is warranted. That's great. But like you said, don't lose sight of the fact that future you is going to need some money too. So it's a great right. time. to do it. Yeah. And, and that's always the, the case is I, I think it's easy to, to miss how quickly retirement happens. You know, I mean, yeah. even, I mean, I think today I'm a, a grandpa and I've got four grandkids. I'm like, there's no way. Wait, what? what? <laughs> you know, how did that happen? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the same thing with retirement. I mean, you're going to all of a sudden, you know, be faced with that decision of yeah. I'm going to retire in five years. No, yeah. I can't be, you know, can't hopefully be. you're not, not in that scenario thinking, I don't know if I've got enough now. Yeah. Take advantage I mean, of it early, you know, meet, work with an I mean, advisor and get that plan together. So when I hit 50 last year, I was just like, what? Yeah. Where in the world did that come from? You know, I think about my, you know, when my dad was 50, I, I still see that yeah. as a different viewpoint or we'll watch a TV show and the characters are in their fifties from the eighties and they look so much older than the characters in their fifties and TV shows now. And it's just like, wait a minute, how did, you know, so it's, it sneaks up quickly. Right. Yeah. But it does. I mean, up, yeah. You mentioned the parents. I, I've always done that where you think back, it's like, oh, I can remember my parents at this age and I'm not that old. They're they way old. older than I was. Yeah. <laughs> And it's it's a great opportunity. It's a great time to really yeah. do some serious damage, for lack of a better term, to you know to improvement. I guess it's good damage right. uh, to your retirement account, right? You can really catch up. That there's Absolutely. some place we've done an episode on that. I think this whole episode is a way to talk about other talk episodes. about other episodes. Yeah, we kind of touched uh, on each of these in prior episodes. Well, so. we really did, but but they, you know, you do need to make smart decisions mm -hmm. about these events, right? Because they are going right. to happen. A lot of these are things are going to happen if you have kids. You're going to be an empty nester at some point, right? Right. Uh, you know, there's a good chance that you're going to have a job change in your life. It's pretty, you know, people just don't yep. stay places for 50 years anymore. Yep. Uh, and then unfortunately, Phil, the last one is, you know, there is not a good chance. There is a certainty that we're going to pass away. Uh, right. We're all going to pass away. And so it's a major life event. So let's, we know the emotional components there. Right. What oh, are some of the, yeah. What are some of the major financial things just to think about uh, knowing that it's coming? Well, I, I would say look at it ahead of time. I mean, that's something we do when we're putting a plan together. I mean, again, to your point, it's not the the fun discussion to have of retirement and what can I do and oh, I'm going to have all this time and you know hobbies and whatever else. But yeah, have that discussion, have the plan built out that it works, right? But then don't underestimate that this happens, right? And personally, how we do it is we build that plan out to say, okay, if you both live to full life expectancies, everything works great. Now let's stress test it to say what happens if one of you passes away early today, you know, five years from now, 10 years from now, understand those ramifications of loss of income, that a minimum, you're going to lose one of the social security benefits, the lowest benefits gone. You know, we talked about the tax rates and those changing from married, filing joint to single, all those brackets get condensed. So and that's the big one a lot of times it hits oh, about, it hits uh, uh, widows or widowers is they're just, you're so used to 30 years worth of 40 years worth of filing jointly. Right. It was the one that gets missed a lot and it, it, it can hurt. 
Yeah, I mean, the widow's penalty is something you hear it referred to as, but it's it's just the reality of how it works. But don't underestimate that that could happen and, right. and potentially will happen. Statistically, guys, you know, in my class, I always joke, guys, we drew the short straw, right? We're going to be outlived by our wives five to 10 years. It's just how it works. Yeah. So make sure you understand that in the plan and have things in place up front. We do Roth conversions for clients to help them while they're married, but a lot of the benefit really is to, to set up that surviving spouse in a much better scenario if and when something happens. Yeah. Because so, I think, I mean, all of us, we want to make sure we want to enjoy our retirement together, right. but we also want to not leave them holding the short stick when we're gone, absolutely. no matter who that is, right? Right. Yeah. So it's it's one of the, those discussions, not a fun discussion to have for sure, but have it, you know, run through the scenarios just to see what happens if, know what you can do today then to, to better position that surviving spouse if it happens, you know, so yeah. if, and unfortunately, and I can tell you stories of clients that we've done that we've done the planning and it's happened. Yeah. That was their plan, yeah. you know, early in retirement. But what, know, what, but, I mean, I hate to, but what a value though, right? Like oh, absolutely know that you've stress test that ahead of time. And yep. unfortunately this scenario played out, but you've got, you know, the remaining person's got that peace right. of mind to know I can, yep. I can go grieve and I can go do my emotional component and not have to worry about the financial side because we took care of it. Right. Yeah. And that's a real key because it, you're in that point, you're very emotional, obviously, oh, you know, yeah. and you're, you're going to have to make a lot of decisions. So you don't want to make the wrong decisions then don't wait to make decisions then. Cause unfortunately, number one, your decisions are more limited yeah. And secondly, you probably aren't going to make the right decision, you know, especially if it's just emotional and, and off True. the cuff. True. Hopefully you've had the discussion early. So plans are in place to help with that. And you're working with an advisor that they can help you walk through that. So, well, major life events are going to happen. We want to make smart decisions when they show up. So yep. hopefully we can do a little strategizing and pre-planning again to that's a great point. And even for some of these other ones, I know, again, yeah, same thing. Comes, I mean, into comes into play. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to sit there and let's say plan for what's going to happen if we get a divorce, but having right, some but, things in, just having some basic contingencies in place and stuff is not the worst idea so that we are making smart decisions right. should one of these major life events happen. And, and they are going to happen, some of them for mm -hmm. sure. So. If you need help, reach out to Phil. Get on his calendar. Stop by the website, philstaxhacks.com. That's our podcasting website where you can check out past episodes. You can subscribe to the show for catching future episodes, but it also will link you back around to Phil's uh, main website as well, so you can contact him if you'd like to get on his calendar. You can also call him. The number's on the screen, 248-888-7530. For those of you listening in audio form, 248-888-7530. And, you know, just get on the calendar, have a conversation. I know it's the holiday season, the year's winding down, but it's also yep. a time to remember that there's there's timelines and deadlines and things yep. that we got to do too. So reach out, have that chat, and have yourself a great week. Phil, thanks for hanging out, my friend. Thanks. Have a great week. Absolutely. I'll see you next time here on Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.